the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Restaurant Show in Denver on News Talk 710 KNUS. And in Colorado Springs, we're doing a simulcast on AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, happy, happy, happy to have you on board this Sunday, February 19th, the week after the NFL football season ended. But I flipped on the television last night. Thank God. There is more football with the USFL Spring League. I'm just kidding. Guys, why don't you do that significant other, that lovely of yours, who you haven't paid any attention to on Sunday since Labor Day? Why don't you maybe load her in the car? And why don't you maybe take her out for a nice View House Brunch at Centennial or Colorado Springs. Maybe take her out to the Urban Eggs, a daytime eatery, and get her some of that chicken eggs Benedict dish that is so, so good. Maybe just say to her, honey, you know what? It's time for us to spend a little bit of time together. All right, there's a lot of people spending time together up in the mountains. Uh, I guess you heard about the traffic on Friday going up to the mountains. I returned yesterday from 13 days, 12 nights, five hotels in five cities, Two overnights with friends Larry and Kathy in La Quinta, California. Five nights at my daughter and son-in-law's beautiful home in Santa Barbara. But when I was driving back, I said, hmm, it's going to be a three-day weekend. How am I going to do this? You know what? I'm going east on I-70. I'm not going to have any problems at all, and I didn't yesterday. I woke up in Rifle, Colorado, home of Lauren Bobert, representative for that congressional district out there, and I just looked as the traffic was heading to Vail. And when I got over Vail Pass to Copper Mountain, the traffic was stopped all the way back to Officer's Gulch. If you don't know where Officer's Gulch is, it's about halfway between Copper Mountain and Frisco. The parking lots were jammed. People were getting off in Frisco to go skiing in Breckenridge. People were at the tunnel. People were at Georgetown. Jammed up a little bit around Bakersville, but it didn't bother me a lick because I was going east. It worked out very, very well. All right, so I'm in studio today, my home studio, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. We had a Super Bowl contest last week, but I just feel like giving something away. 
Give me a call, 303-696-1971, and tell me where you've been, what you've done. Did you enjoy the Super Bowl? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you guess Kansas City in my contest? The winner has been notified. Whatever you feel like talking about on today, National Chocolate Mint Day. All right, that sets the tone. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 14 minutes after 10 o'clock here on The Restaurant Show. It is Sunday, February 19th. You know what? A week from Wednesday is March 1st. And we will be out of this god-awful January and February, short days, long nights, cold weather, snow, blizzards. I know it's not officially spring on the 1st of March, but the Baseball players are in spring training. You know what? You get the nice warm days. Yeah, you get a little rain. Yeah, you get a little snow, but your grass starts to turn green. Maybe the flowers start to bud a little bit. And then two weeks from this Tuesday, I'm not taking any chances. On March 7th, I'm leaving for Mexico. We had 52 people with us in January. We've got 22 absolutely marvelous people going with us on March 7th. We've got Richard and Andrea Bruce. Remember Richard and Andrea used to own the three Waffle House restaurants in Colorado Springs, sold them back to the company, retired, and moved to Georgia. Dahlonega, Georgia. You know who's from Dahlonega, Georgia? That would be Zach Brown, my out song. I got my toes in the water, my butt in the sand. Not a worry in the world, a cold beer in my hand. They'll be joining us. Randy Bushlack the finance director for Tynan Automotive. What a great traveling buddy he is. And we're going to have Vilma, and we're going to have Chong, and we're going to have many, many other people. Shirley is going with us. Shirley went a couple years ago, um, didn't travel with us for the last couple years, but she's going. We're going to fly into Puerto Vallarta. We're going to be transported about 30 or 40 minutes into the state of Nayarit, Nuevo Vallarta. We're going to the Rio Palace Pacifico. You know what? There's a lot of Rio properties. I love them all. But somebody has told me, you know what? That's my favorite of all the Rio properties. So we're going to have a good time. Probably going to wander up to uh, San Pancho, going to wander up to Sayulita on a day trip, maybe stop off in Punta Mita, La Lancha, maybe Busarias, maybe go into the romantic zone in Puerto Vallarta. But uh, anyway, we've got an absolutely wonderful group. Dick and Monique. Dick and Monique live in Monument, haven't traveled with us in a couple years, and they are back, and they are going with us. They're going to have an absolute ball. We're going to probably catch up with Warren Erbson a little bit later in this hour, not talking about March 7th, maybe not even talking about September 6th to the 13th when we go to Cancun to the Rio Palace Cucucan, and an all-adult-only property. Um, but just some other stuff. I've been getting some calls, some inquiries. People with big trips coming up have been wondering, when should we book? When should I call Warren? You know what? My daughter and her husband are taking their honeymoon in May. They're going to go to Croatia and Greece and Turkey. Warren Erbson is taking magnificent care of them. Well, Mike, that's your daughter. That's family. Don't worry about that. Cree Kelly, probably the preeminent 
race coordinator, running race, walking race coordinator for the state of Colorado. He and his girlfriend of 16 years (laughs) have decided to get married, and they'll be married next February in Kenya. He has worked for a charity over there or worked with a charity, worked on a charity, provided for a charity, whatever term you want to use. And he's going to have about 24 people. And Warren said, yeah, I can handle that. I got an email from Rob and Carol Hoffman, the Keller Williams group. Rob and Carol and Carol's girlfriend, Lori, they were with us last month in January in Mexico. And they said, you know what? We're going to call Warren pretty soon because we want to go in the fall. You know what? If you want to go in the fall, you probably need to start thinking about it. They want to go to Italy. They want to go to Switzerland. So anyway, we might talk a little bit with Warren about some of the other things that he can do. I'm back in studio, 2,500 miles, over $600 in gas. From 311 a gallon, 311 a gallon, to Colorado, you did it. You charged me $4.64 yesterday outside a rifle to gas up and get back to good old Castle Rock. But anyway, it was absolutely fabulous. I cannot thank you enough. Many of you contributed to the show. The gentleman that recommended Tortilla Flats in Santa Fe just couldn't pull it off. To the lady that recommended the Adolfo Grill in Camarillo, California. Boy, that website looks good. I've talked about it. I've heard about it. Got a wonderful reputation. Could not get there. But it was a wonderful trip. Let me tell you something. It would seem to me that Colorado would be embarrassed with the quality of the roads. I was talking to a friend of mine that goes to Sturgis every year, and you know what he said? He said, Mike, when we ride Colorado, we've got to hold on to the handlebars. We've got to pay attention. We've got to focus on riding. As soon as we hit the Wyoming border, The roads just smooth out. They're so nice. They're so pleasant. Don't tell me they don't have winter up in Wyoming and South Dakota. He said, you enjoy the ride and the scenery a little bit. And then as soon as you cross the border coming south back into Colorado, the roads go to H-E double hot. Where are the roads good? New Mexico. I went to New Mexico and Arizona. And California and Nevada, Utah, Utah's, they're far and away the best. Anyway, we're going to talk about the trip. I'd love to hear from you. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle. I'm going to give away something, but I don't All right, 24 minutes after 10 o'clock. You know when we come back from a break, I'm in my home studio in Castle Rock looking out my beautiful bay window at the golf course, Plum Creek, looking at a beautiful Colorado day. But when the producer, Luis Gonzalez, back in the studios at 225 in Parker, says, 
that I'm ready to go, he will say, Mike is hot. And you know what? I'm hot today. I'm on fire. Of course, he's talking about the microphone, but I'm talking about M-I-K-E. What a gorgeous, gorgeous day. Wonderful, wonderful trip. Always nice to go on a trip. Always nice to get home. Have you heard about the restaurant in New Jersey? They've said no kids under 10. What do you think about that? 303-696-1971. I guess if the parents aren't going to be parents, if the parents aren't going to be responsible adults, if the parents aren't going to monitor and control and supervise their kids, the restaurant, which has been around for years and years, it's not going away. They just said, screw it. No kids under 10. Okay? So I'm sure they're hearing about it. I'd like to hear from you, 303-696-1971. You know, I was talking with Kelly Michaels. Kelly Michaels is the Director of Operations for Salem Broadcasting in Denver. And um, uh, he is the guy that I, he's my go-to at the station. Yeah, Jack Hamilton in Colorado Springs. Michael Geronimo at Pio and Jimmy Trucker, they all do a good job in Denver. But Kelly Michaels is the one that I go to. And I was talking to him on the road as I did shows, prepared shows, did some recorded segments. And I was just talking about getting off the main roads. You know what? I love driving on the interstate in Utah. Their speed limit is 80 miles an hour. You know what? I've been getting tickets all my life. It ain't a big deal. You know, so what? You speed a little bit. You get a ticket. You pay the fine. Yeah, the insurance company jerks you around a little bit. But to me, 60, 70, 75, they're just suggestions. So when I see 80-mile-an-hour speed limit and no state troopers in sight, it is game on. And uh, so when I was on the interstate in Utah, really just lit it up, just really, really enjoyed it. Kelly Michaels was right, though. He said the interstates don't do the West justice. And, you know, I thought about that, and I said, you know what, Kelly, that is abs- that's profound. That's absolutely right. And I've traveled every road in this country. Maybe I should rephrase that. I've traveled roads in every state in this country. I've been to every state in the Union, did it with my daughter. And I guess the interstates probably don't do justice anywhere. So you got to get off them. I read a book that came out in about 1980 by a guy named William Least Heat Moon. He had some Indian in him, and his life was going south. He was getting a divorce. I've had him on the air. He is not, he writes a good book, but he is a tough interview. Anyway, getting a divorce wasn't granted tenure at the university in Missouri that he was teaching at. 
So he said, I'm going to load my van, and I'm going to drive the rural routes of America. Most of you are old enough to remember when they were the blue highways. And he went to Nameless, Tennessee, and Dimebox, Texas. And I read the book, Hachita, New Mexico. And I've traced some of those steps. And I said on this trip, I'm going to California to visit my daughter. When my daughter got out of grad school, she moved to South America, spent a number of years in Buenos Aires. Then she moved to Mexico. And now she and her husband have bought a beautiful home in Santa Barbara. Well, I've been storing some of the artwork, some of the vases, some of the trinkets and trash, whatever you want to call it. And she said, Dad, will you come out and visit and bring the stuff? And will you bring Bailey, the Mexican street dog? So I said, okay, I'm going to map myself out a route, and I'm going to do some things that I have not done. Bailey's an excellent traveling companion. He never complains, doesn't talk so you can enjoy the ride, never asks you to change the radio station, always happy when we stop and he gets to get out and run around, always gets a hamburger, always gets some bacon. But at any rate, I said, I'm going to go, I'm going to take listener suggestions, and because of the weather, I thought, well, I'm not going to take a chance on going out 70 west. That's the easy way. I'm going to go south on I-25, Colorado Springs, Pueblo, Walsenburg, Trinidad, Raton Pass, down to Las Vegas, New Mexico. I've stayed in the beautiful historic Plaza Hotel, but this time I stayed in the Holiday Inn Express. Warren Erpson, the travel agent, recommended it. And a listener told me about Dick's Restaurant. So I went. And I had a wonderful green chili chicken Alfredo dish. Man, it was good. Lindsay, the waitress, Lindsay, the bartender, was very nice. Met Charlotte, the owner. She's owned it for 32 years. Hell, she only looks about 40 years old to me. But at any rate... Before I got there, I stopped up at Fort Union, the largest fort west of the Missouri. And you know what? It's just on a barren piece of property, helping people on the Santa Fe Trail migrate west. And I thought to myself, you know, we don't have any troops stationed at Disneyland. But I'll tell you that, it would be a tough, tough duty there. And then I left... Las Vegas, and I drove south to Albuquerque, and I drove west, and I stopped off at the Pecos National Park, another national park. Got a scolding there from the park ranger. I wasn't paying enough attention to Bailey. I was the only person in the park. He was obviously the only dog. But, uh, hey, bureaucrats, they got rules, and bureaucrats love rules. So, anyway, we got through that, got to see the Pueblo Indians, some of their homes, and the Spanish, as they came there, built a church on their land and how they lived together. And then I continued west. 
And Sean Early from Pepsi said, Mike, you got to stop in Laguna. Laguna is a town that everybody that's driven the old Route 66 has gone through at 100 miles an hour on the interstate. Never even blinked an eye. He said the Laguna Grill is located in a gas station and convenience store. And they have a Hatch's Green Chili Burger that is absolutely sensational. Don't go to the one in Albuquerque. Don't go to the one on the Indian Reservation in the casino. Go to the original. And the burger was every bit as good as advertised. One of the guys working the counter is a Bronco fan and drives up for every Bronco home game. From west of Albuquerque, that's a fan. Drives up to Red Rocks for concerts. That's a really, really long drive. Anyway, continued on, went through Gallup, the El Rancho Hotel, the old Route 66. And you're paralleling it in a lot of different places. And I crossed over into Arizona. And we went to Winslow. Take it easy. The eagle standing on a corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. And you go to a restaurant called The Relic. Just one door down from the corner. And yes, they've got a couple statues there. And all day, every day, people are taking pictures. And I continued on. And I was going to go to Flagstaff, home of Northern Arizona University, and I was going to have lunch. And I was talking to the aforementioned Warren Erbson, and he said, Mike, about halfway, there's a sign that says Media Crater, south on a two-lane road, about eight miles. Well, we've all said... Eight miles, oh, God, i got to get off, and i got to go see it, and then i got to come back, and it's going to take me time, and I'm not going to get the flagstaff when I want to get there. 50,000 years a meteor hit the Arizona desert. It would have destroyed most towns. And I went out, and I'm glad I... They recognize veterans, nice discount, and then I get in the car and I continued on to We got a lot to talk about. Give me a call if you'd like to chat. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 10.39 is the time on The Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, talking about my trip recap. 13 days, 12 nights, five hotels in five cities. Um... Just got a call off the air. I was talking about the meteor crater in Arizona, and apparently that was in the movie Starman, starring Jeff Bridges. You know what? I want to thank the listener for calling with that. You do not get this stuff on other restaurant shows. You also, on other restaurant shows, do not get the expertise the 50-plus years of knowledge and experience of my next guest. His name is Warren Erbson. He is the official travel agent of the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. And I will tell you this. It was two years ago, February 3rd, that I called him up and I said, Warren, I want to take groups to Mexico. Can you help me out? 
And he said, I would love to. I've known Warren for 40 years. I had used him before. And uh, anyway, I thought we'd get him on because I want you to know that he just doesn't do group trips for the Mike Boyle restaurant show. Has done an amazing job on about mm, eight to ten trips we have taken in that two years. Helped with Gusto Mexico trips as well, my daughter's company. But he's taking care of my daughter's honeymoon in May to Turkey, Greece, and Croatia. He's taking care of Cree Kelly and 24 people going to Kenya next February. And he's taking care of Rob and Carol Huffman of the Keller Williams Group when they decide to go to Italy and Switzerland in the fall. So I've got him on, and my first question to him is, Warren, if somebody's thinking about going to Italy and Switzerland in the fall, shouldn't they be getting themselves organized and tentatively booked? Uh, actually, things are filling up uh, all around the world, but especially uh, Italy and southern France, uh, Croatia. All of them are getting books. We should be working on things. The biggest problem we have now, uh, both Kay and I were getting deluge with calls from people who says, oh, yes, I about this. Uh, should I book now? Will price down? I said, no. Warren, <laughs> they, if you wait, Warren, they go up. Warren, Warren, we don't have a very good connection. Um, I don't oh. know. I know we're on your cell phone. Um, yeah. uh, <clears throat> can you either get to a spot or stop moving around or <laughs> climb to the top of the mountain or whatever it takes? <laughs> Let's see if Tell me when I'm coming in better on here. Anything better? Well, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So, anyway, yes. And that's why, you know, I'm not going to tell people about March 7th. We've got a wonderful group of 22 people. I'm not going to necessarily mention September 6th to the 13th when we go to the all-adult-only Ryu Palace Kukukan in Cancun. We've already booked a dozen people for that. And you've got a list of other people that have said, we want to go, give us a call, we know to book early, we know it locks in the price, but you're so busy with May trips, I beg your pardon, March trips, April trips, May trips, people want to travel, so I think it's necessary, like I said, my daughter's going in May, uh, Rob and Carol want to go in the fall. Cree Kelly wants to go next February. Um, it's just really time to get booking some of this stuff. And I wanted to make sure that listeners understood that you do all kinds of travel and have for over 50 years. Yeah, that's one a big advantage. You talk to people too. Warren, we're getting put, put Warren on hold, Lewis. We're getting and to explain to him that we're getting about every other word, and either hang up, find out where he can be, and let's try to get him back. And maybe we'll get him back at ten fifty, okay? But but every other word uh, is not uh, the way we want to go. Um, anyway, talking a little bit more about the uh, trip, and by the way. 
Yes. I had a double-double at the In-N-Out in Palmdale, California. And yes, I had a pizza made with sourdough crust in St. George, Utah. And yes, I got the double patty bacon burger at Wendy's. And yes, I took care of Bailey the Mexican street dog. He got his patty from in and out He got his pepperoni from the Pier 49 pizza in St. George. And yes, he got a patty as well from Wendy's. But I don't take a trip in order to do all that kind of stuff. So I had dinner with Larry and Kathy Hoy, my host in La Quinta, California, at Sherman's Deli. There's a Sherman's Deli in Palm Springs that's been around for 60 years. We went to the one in La Quinta, and let me tell you something, folks. You have their Reuben. It will put a smile on your face. You can have it with pastrami, or you can have it with the corned beef. Absolutely fabulous. Did I have a meal at Farmer Boy in Santa Barbara? Yeah. I was getting the car washed, getting the road off the car. And my son-in-law and Bailey and I went to Farmer Boy. And it was a little cool. And we were going to sit outside, and they were going to start a heater. And you know what? The owner came out and said, just come on in. I said, what about the dog? He said, bring him in. Just, You know what? It's a nice town. It's a dog-friendly town. I had a Baja omelet. So you can imagine the chorizo and the avocado. Oh, my God. It was absolutely fabulous. If you ever get out there, stop at Farmer Boy. Had dinner one night at Trey Luna. T-R-E, second word L-U-N-E. It's in Montecito. Montecito is kind of the Beverly Hills of Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara is kind of Beverly Hills-ish, and Montecito is kind of a step up from Santa Barbara. We went to a new restaurant just opened last week called Gala. G-A-L-A. And you know what? They had some absolute, we had about five appetizers because they just had a wonderful selection of tapas plates. I had a ragu hamburger, steak burger. I'm just telling you, we had some wonderful meals. And yet, you know what? You know what we did on Super Bowl Sunday? Went to Costco with my brand new executive membership. Costco, man, they have good meats. When I was getting ready to leave La Quinta, my host said, why don't we go gas up at Costco? And I said, I don't have a membership. And they said, well, we do. And look at the prices. The prices are absolutely sensational. So we went home that night and looked up a Costco membership. I said, I'm a bachelor. Why do I need a Costco membership? Well, maybe if I just don't do anything but get gas at the Costco in Lone Tree or the Costco in Colorado Springs. But at any rate, we got steaks for Super Bowl Sunday, and they were good. And while we were there, is there anybody 
that can visit a Costco and not go outside and get the dollar fifty quarter pound all beef hot dogs, fresh bun. And you know what? They're so nice and hot, and the buns are soft because they're just selling about a jillion of them. You know, the board of Costco went to the CEO, if I understand the story correctly, and said, you know what? We need to raise the price on that. And he said, absolutely not. For a buck fifty, we're going to give them that hot dog and a wonderful bun, and we're going to give them a Pepsi or one of the other Pepsi products. And we're not changing a thing. And you know what we did on Valentine's night? We decided to go back to the Costco and get their pizza. It's a gigantic pizza for what, about nine bucks, something like that? I mean, I'm telling you what. It was a fun trip, enjoying the meals, doing all of this type of stuff. But one of the things that I'm really getting back to is that whenever I could, you probably could do it all the time, but whenever I could do it, and when I wanted to see something, I would do the two lanes. I would do the rural routes. I would do the old Route 66. I went into Flagstaff on the freeway, and I went to Salsa Brava, I had a Navajo taco, and it's a Navajo flatbread. There's a lot of Navajo down in that. Matter of fact, I listened to a Navajo station for a while, and it's not folded over like a taco. It's served more like a flatbread made into a bowl, and you know what? It's lunchtime, and i got to do some more driving, and I'm saying to myself, holy cow, this is a big meal, but it was really good. And then I did stay on the interstate to Kingman, Arizona. Went to a cute, cute place, had a root beer float. If you follow me on social media, Instagram or Twitter, you will see some of these pictures. And maybe it will be an idea for you somewhere down the road. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, take a break, and we'll see if we can get Warren back. We're going to get to our caller, Tony. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, it's 1053. We're going to try to get a hold of Warren in the next hour. I'm getting some text messages. I will address those in just a moment. But first, let's go to Tony. Tony wants to ask me a question. Tony, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Mike. Uh, welcome back from your trip. And I had a question about that. I know that you like to have your uh, daily hiking or working out. How did you fit that in during your trip? You know, it's an interesting question because it is a bit more of a challenge. You know, your inclination is to wake up at your La Quinta or your Holiday Inn Express, uh, your Econo Lodge, and um, immediately take the dog out, let him do his business, and then go to the free breakfast or the breakfast that's included. And the next thing you know, you're loading everything in the car and you're heading down the highway. So the the answer to your question is, I just had to make a real concerted effort. Um, The day we left, got up and got some good exercise. Okay, that's only the day we left. We were gone 13 days. But then when we got to Fort Union, 
we made sure that we went in and we walked around and um, it probably wasn't a power walk, but at least we were outside in the sun. It was blistering cold down there. I mean, I'm telling you what, not a cloud in the sky, but that wind, I just thought to myself, to be a cavalry horse troop down there, oh my God, it must have been hard. So I, I, I think it's just a case of making a point. When we went to Pecos National Park, uh, it's a pretty good sized park. So I made an effort to just get out and just pound myself uh, around there, walking, walking, walking. And I, I guess that that's just the answer to the question. It's a big part of my life. It's a big part of my daily uh, I don't want to call it routine. I don't want to call it regimen, but it's just, it's important to me to do it every day. And so, you know, there's an old article that I read years ago, Tony, that said there's a lot of things you can do to stay in shape, even if you don't want to be in shape. Park at the back of the parking lot. Take the stairs whenever necessary. You know what? I can't remember taking the hotel elevator. You know, I stay on the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th floor when I go to Mexico, and I take the stairs every day up and down. That's part of my exercise regimen. So I, I just think that if it's important to you, you will figure out a way to do it. Does that answer the question? Yeah, it does. It, you know, I, I'm like that, too. I, it's almost like my, my hour to two hour walk or hike every day is sort of my meditation it's like a walk yes yeah, it's, it's a catharsis it's cathartic for you yeah so and i'm glad you went through st george that's one of my favorite places to go down to in the winter and do some hiking right and and so we didn't we didn't do any real hiking in st george but we made it a point to get out in zion and arches and uh and as we were coming back, so uh, a, a two-lane coming back out of Moab. So I, I guess the answer to the question is you just have to, if it's part of your focus, you know, for a hundred years, I got up in the morning every day, washed my face, brushed my teeth, put on my sneakers, and took off out the door on a run. And, uh, of course, having Bailey with me, I had to think about a little bit about his exercise and his routine a little bit. But you know what? It was it, it, it's good to mix it up a little bit and hiking around some of those old uh, ruins and some of the other stuff that you see on this trip. Just uh, if you know, like Nike says, right? What do they say? Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. Good to hear you, Mike. Welcome back. Thank you, Tony. I sure appreciate the call. 303-696-1971. So I'm in Kingman, Arizona. It's in the song, Route 66. And we go to a place called Mr. D's been around for years and it's a you know it's got the old cars and it's kind of it's an independent and more fun Gunther Tooties you know the old kind of soda fountain and I was told you get a milkshake and when I checked into the hotel in Kingman the lady at the front desk said yeah the milkshakes are good but get the root beer float and I had a root beer float that would flat blow you away, a big hot dog. I was going to eat light, so I had a hot dog smothered with chili, raw onions, cheese. It was about the size of a football. 
everybody got a kick out of Bailey because Bailey just climbed up on top of the table outside and just sat on the table. But at any rate, then the next day, it's about 28 miles to an old mining town called Oatman, O-A-T-M-A-N. And about 20 miles of it is on a two-lane Route 66 through the desert. But then you got to do eight miles of one of the most challenging drives you will ever take. And when you get to Oatman, you'll see a sign that says, You just survived the Arizona Sidewinder, historic Route 66, eight miles and 191 curbs. All right, we're going to talk about that and a lot more when we come back for another hour of The Restaurant Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 